welcome to part two of the wedding series. I'm super excited to be talking today about how to make your wedding cheap. Now I'm not an expert. I've only done one wedding. Hope that I will only ever do one wedding. And these are just some things that I implemented. Every wedding is different. So some of these tips may work for you and some of these may not. Now, number one tip that you'll hear from people that made their wedding cheap. Now, when I say cheap, I am by no means saying that I did not have like that we did not spend a lot of money. I think a lot of money is very relative. I'll be super transparent. We had probably spent about 15K on it. And the average wedding right now is going at about like 20 to 30,000, um, which is insane to me because why? But regardless, um, here are some tips. If you're like, okay, I'm working on, you know, $5,000 or I'm working on $2,000. You have to get real creative. Um, and the biggest, honestly, I won't even start with what I thought I was going to start with. My biggest thing is you're going to have to know how to say no to things because not everything is necessary. The wedding industry has done a really great job of making people feel like they have to have things, um, tradition has also done that of like, oh, well, it's a tradition. You have to have X. You really don't. It's your day. And at the end of the day, it's just a party. So however you would like to throw this party is up to you. My number one tip is know what to say no to. There are going to be things that you have to say no to. This is a trade-off. I do think that DIY has come a long way, but things still cost money and there's no way around that. So know what to say no to. Number two is no people. Um, so that's K N O W not N O um, have no people. I mean, that'll make it cheap, but knowing people. So like people, I had a lady that did my cake and that was kind of, that's another tip, but that was kind of like her wedding gift to me or my, um, aunt knows how to decorate. So my aunt was a decorator and knowing people that can help you with things without charging you is really helpful. A lot of people that I know have gotten venues from places because they just knew the people or they had connections with somebody that got them a venue that was either extremely discounted or free. My third tip is on the flowers. So I love flowers. I really do. But honestly, it was not a big deal to me for the wedding. Um, for some reason I just, and I, I don't want to like bash florists because they definitely like, I'm not saying that it's overpriced necessarily. I just don't know that I was like willing to really pay what it would take to have real flowers. So what I did was my bouquet was real and I got that from a flower shop and then the rest of everything else was fake. So my bridesmaids bouquets were fake. Um, the groomsmen's boutonnieres were fake and, um, the mother's like mother's grandmother's bouquets were, were fake. My mother-in-law actually did the boutonnieres and the bouquets for the mothers and the grandmothers. So, um, that was something that she was very graciously took on. And then, um, I did the bouquets for the bridesmaids that'll get into a different tip, but I would honestly recommend at this point, I would recommend going to a flower shop and getting the flowers and making the bouquets yourself or going to Kroger or I know, I think Sam's has some, somebody was talking about getting their flowers from Sam's and I was like, what? And then making them yourselves, maybe making it like a part of wedding morning activity. If you're kind of having a later wedding and then the bridesmaids can make them themselves. I think the the downside of having like my bouquet is real. And then the bridesmaids it's fake is that I didn't really recognize that like white flowers 
that are real and white flowers that are fake look totally different. So you can definitely tell in the pictures that like the bridesmaids bouquets are fake. I'm okay with that personally, really don't care. But if that's something that would bother you, then I would say, just make them yourselves ask for things as presents. So we have like this light up neon sign that Zach's grandmother actually bought us as a wedding gift. So honestly, it was like, if we spend the $400 that it's going to take to get this, like, yes, that will come out of the wedding budget, but I'll have to say no to a bunch of other things. Like, so just asking for it as a wedding present. And then that way that person knows like, oh, I'm helping. It's part of the wedding decor. And like, I'm staring at it right now. It's hanging up at our house. So it is a wedding present. Uh There's some other things you can do that with, I think with a decor and then, um, be anything that's like, oh, you know, I, I know very well a decorator. And so I'm going to maybe ask them if they could do my wedding or here's where it gets a little tricky. I definitely am on the side of like, if someone owns a business for the most part, if you're not very close to them, I would say like pay the whole fee. Like that's a friend. Um, I did have somebody do my cake. She is like my second mom. And so she like really wanted to do my cake for me and me not worry about it. And so, and she was sweetly insistent on it. And, but there were people at my wedding that have businesses that I like paid them to do it full price. I didn't ask for a discount. So I would say get, a, I would, I would be a little bit lenient on that. They would have to be somebody that's very close to you. Okay. Next tip, be minimal. Like I know there are people, and this will definitely hit a certain crowd of people. There are people that have like me, you look forward to your wedding, like your whole life. But at the end of the day, this is a singular day. And the whole day is about you getting married to someone about you saying that you love somebody in front of a bunch of people and then spending the rest of your life with them. But it's a singular day. So just kind of keep that in mind whenever you're doing things like, especially on the decor front, like, is this going to be useful? Can I resell this? things like that, that can kind of give it either a longer lifespan where you can use it in your house whenever you get married or after you can sell it to somebody else and get some of that money back. Um, my next one is question every purchase. Whenever we got towards the end of the wedding stuff, I was just so wiping the card because I was tired of thinking and I wish I wouldn't have done that because it caused me a lot more stress later. Um, so if you can kind of question everything of like, is this worth it? something I don't regret, but it was like, was it worth it? Maybe not. It was like, I bought Fiji water for my bridesmaids for some reason out of nowhere, very, like very impulsively having Fiji water the morning of my wedding was just so important. And let's be real. It was not, it did not change anything. It looked cool, but it was like, okay, this is, this is too much. So just kind of question everything, especially once it gets towards the end of the process, it's just going to get crazy. Things are going to get expensive out of literally nowhere tax. Okay. Um, that was not a one that I was planning on doing, but, um, tax creeps up on you. And there are some vendors that do tax and some that don't. So make sure whenever you're having conversations around contracts with your vendors, whether that's flowers, venue, catering, whatever it is, make sure you're factoring tax in. You're spending thousands of dollars on one thing. So tax is not just a little $20 thing. It's hundreds. Next thing is don't get married on a Saturday. That's like the most popular day to get married, right? Because everybody has off. Um, I would, we got married on a Sunday. It was really nice. Um, I honestly, I would do it again because it literally would be thousands of dollars more to get married on a Saturday. 
And it just didn't make sense to me. So Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays are usually discounted. And then obviously anytime during the week is going to be even more discounted, but if you can, you know, like don't have it on Saturday, it's, it's not that deep, you know, next tip. And then the last one probably is get a venue, look for a venue that is going to basically decorate itself. So whenever you're venue shopping, keep in mind, you're going to have to decorate this place. And if it's going to take a ton to make it what you would like it to be, you're going to end up spending more money than if you just went with a venue that looked closer to what you want was, but was just a little bit more expensive. That is very important to keep in mind. I don't think a lot of people think through that of like, oh, this is cheap. But if I like get it to where I want it to look, it's going, it's going to be pricey. So, um, yeah, those are my tips for, for keeping it cheap. Um, at the end of the day, just remember this is a singular day. It is not worth like, let's be real. It's not worth spending literally thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for a day. Okay. Um, yeah, I will catch y'all in the next episode. That episode is going to be about, um, things that I really enjoyed about my wedding that I did to try and, you know, either make it more sentimental or just make it more special. So definitely stay tuned for that one. And I'll see you on the next one. Bye.